You are listening to Playfully Persistent Podcast, brought to you by the Des Moines Children's Museum. I'm Ashlyn. Ashlyn is a board member and most likely to have the craziest idea at the table. I'm Jules. Jules is also a board member, founder, and most likely to say yes to the crazy ideas and jumps all in. This show is all about children's museums, the good, the bad, and all the mess. Welcome to the rewarding chaos of Children's Museum. It's a big day. Today we are having our first guest. Yay! We should have some sort of special guest music, like a trumpet announcing a king or a queen. Maybe Laura will add that for us today. Today we are welcoming Christine Wieland. Welcome, Christine. Thanks for having me, guys. So Christine is one of our newest board members, um, but she got her start by serving on our programming committee um, whenever we started that, like 2017, 2018, can't remember. I think it was 2018. I think so too, but um, so I we don't know. How exactly did you get involved in the Children's Museum? Well, I'm a mama too, so at that time, my kids were younger, where we were always looking for something to get out in the community. Um, for us as a family, we like to be involved all the time, and so I was just looking on Facebook, and I saw that you guys had um, some openings of committees, and I was like, how else can I be involved? I am an occupational therapist at ChildServe, and I know how important as an OT that um, play is to kids and to families also and also the support for all families. So I really wanted to get involved and come up with something other than just work and also my kids, but be able to be involved in the community. Yeah, Yeah. and we originally started as 100% volunteer at the museum where we really were encouraging people to bring their children in when they volunteer. Yes. (laughs) If you were ever employed by us, though we didn't have employees at the time, you couldn't bring your child. But if you were volunteering, you could bring your kid in, you could Mm -hmm. play. We always encouraged them to. And I just want to say thank you for showing up. That was one of those weird Facebook posts Mm -hmm. that I probably put on ridiculously late at night. And I was like... People want to get involved. Like, if you want to get involved, come to this meeting. And then when people showed up, I was like, what do you want to do? Like, what's your skill? <laughs> we didn't exactly know what we wanted from them. So no. thank you for having yeah. a job that you knew, like, you need to do this. You need to do that. Yeah. And then not only that, but then, like, you continued showing up. Yeah, you know, because yeah, yeah. really that's what it is for our museum. It's really about people showing up and right? helping. Well, and like throughout the COVID and everything. Yeah, and I think it's been really fun just to see how much we've changed over the years. Um, obviously, I haven't been involved as much as you guys have, but I've seen it on a different side and a different lens, and so it's been fun to see it that way. And then also see my kids grow in the museum too, and be able to um, do several different things. And now that we've grown, also of just these different events, yeah, to involve different ages too. Yeah. So that's really fun. I think like with our touch a track and things like that, where we mm-hmm. can get the community involvement, um, and then our kids can learn to play different ways and get to know other kids through the museum, see their friends that yeah. they might not see too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you've definitely been on our programming committee since the beginning. I mean, like certain things that came up, like we should have a gala was probably yeah. talked <laughs> about those first few months. Mm-hmm. And that was where oh. I was like, oh, this programming committee is really ambitious and they're stressing (laughs) me 
out. <laughs> and so I remember going to the board and saying, hey, so I had this all call for our helpers and I've got at least one programming committee put together and I also have exhibit builder committee and like so Laura jumped on that she's like I got the exhibit builders and luckily Ashlyn and Liz were like we totally want to hang out with the programmers and I was like great <laughs> <laughs> because there's it was a large group it was like 10 people yeah. probably yeah. and they all were like we should do this and we should do this and we should do that yep. actually you were talking to us right before we started recording about the first like official programming meeting and can you <laughs> can you let us know how that went <laughs> um are you talking about the storm one okay <laughs> um the storm was really um funny to look back at i think now because you know, living in Iowa, storms happen, and um, I remember coming home from work, and I was like, calling my husband, I was like, well, there's a storm, um, I might as well go to the mall and just hang out until I have the meeting, because there's no point in me driving back home, and then coming out, and then I personally don't like driving in storms anyway, so I was like, I'll just waste some time, like, look around, shop at the different stores, and then um, we get the notification that there's a storm coming on that's like, high winds or I don't remember what it was and then we were like huh and so then I was sitting up there because I was like okay I've gone to all my stores what else am I gonna do I'll just have this time for myself to look on Facebook why not and so then we're like well it's seven o'clock and another lady comes up and we didn't meet at all so I didn't know who I was looking for or anything and she looked at me and I looked at her and I was like hi and in the little conversation that you're like <laughs> Do I know you? Should I know you? Are you here for what I'm here? And then we were like, okay, well, why don't we just take this time and we'll just brainstorm of ideas. So it was really fun because I remember talking about, let's have a day where the firefighters come. Let's have a day with the police officers. Let's have a bug day. We Let's have a cooking day. And I remember coming up with all these things because she had a great background from what she did with professionally as well. And so then we both were like, brainstorming and that was kind of fun and person that doesn't like storms it was nice to just not have to worry about it because I was like well my car is underneath the um it's safe because it won't get hail damaged so I'll just sit here and talk <laughs> that's the beauty about the parking ramp over there so I'll just sit here and shout away and then we're like well then we looked at our email and we we're like oh it's canceled but we're already here so let's keep going <laughs> and that's how I feel like honestly our next meeting we had tons of ideas and I feel like everyone's like wow okay because <laughs> yeah. we typed it out we sent it and we you know which was wonderful and it's and it's funny looking back I'm glad that you remember it being a storm because I remember getting made fun of <laughs> I'm pretty sure Laura made fun of me pretty fiercely because the sirens went off. And I was like, we have to cancel. I can't have people, <laughs> you know, can't die going to the mall to talk and about programming. Here. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, we have to cancel. And then I had it explained to me that in Iowa, the sirens go off whenever there's high wind. Right. Now, I'm from Illinois and like... That is not something that happens. When the sirens go off, that means there is a tornado warning. We should take cover. Do not go outside. So I got made fun of for that quite a bit. But I'm so happy that you stuck with us, even though no yeah. one showed up at first. <laughs> and then it makes more sense. I didn't realize that you two had shown up and made all these plans. Because then that first meeting we actually did get together, I was like, wow. Like, that's a lot. They like, did some homework. They yes. thought about this. They definitely did. I mean, I would definitely say it's so amazing that people showed up and did that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, Christine then has like helped us so many other ways to um, implementing a lot of the programming, you know, yes. throughout the year, especially when we decided to do crazy things like, yes, not any of us have really been to galas, but let's yeah. do it. Let's try it out. Mm-hmm. So Christine is actually responsible for our newest uh, program, Sensory Sensitive Playdate. Um, tell us a little bit about the program, why it's so important. Yeah, with the program, um, as an occupational therapist, I want all kids to be able to play. And so there's such a need for it where um, families with kiddos that might have some sensory deficits, they might not be able to come to the museum on a Saturday when it's mm-hmm. really busy. And so um, for me, as an OT and also a mom, I want to have the opportunity for our families to be able to come here. And so for me, I think it's been a blast just watching the families all play together, watching the dad and the mom sit down and be able to play with their kids. And then also watching parents be able to talk to other parents and just be able to network because that's such an important thing um, for families to be able to find other parents that are in the same boat and for them to be able to make friends or just to learn about other resources in the community as well. Mm -hmm. And then also for the kids just to have fun. Right. That's so true. I love what you said about the parents because when you're a parent, you're like never alone, but you're so incredibly lonely at times because you're with your kids or you're with, you know, Mm -hmm. talking to another adult about a situation or something. And like to actually meet other parents going through the same things is so incredibly important. I also think it's really important to watch the siblings be able to play. So being able to play with their sibling that might have some sensory deficits or also just for them to be able to play with other siblings that are in the same boat too. Yeah. So um, just because they're like, oh, you understand if my brother can't come here or if they do come mm-hmm. here and they just like to run back and forth, then they get it and they have that interaction and that relationship with other siblings. Yeah. And it's been really awesome to see this program implemented and everything because we have been talking about it for years you have been saying we need to do this this needs (laughs) to happen and we just haven't you know we haven't had the staff we haven't had the capabilities so it's literally just a few months old and it's a great program it's a great resource the community is super excited about it I'm excited about it good and it's been fun to also just like from as professional background just being able to use that as well as um here to like bring in that stuff of being like okay let's have a calming area so let's have a darker area where with dim lights and have kids be able to go there if they need to Mm -hmm. have time just themselves be able to play with some fidgets get some gross motor be able to use the yoga ball or just use a tactile or tactile bin and be able to play with that yeah and i feel so lucky that you really kept pushing for this because Mm -hmm. it was something we did like you said ashlyn we were like yes we do need that we agree with you but it was like where does it fit like in our schedule and it to me i get so frustrated when i see organizations put it at these really awkward times that i'm like who wants to go at that time right yeah and so I know that in the past when I've taken things out for the museum and we've done some of our outreach, they'll ask us like, hey, can you do with a sensitive or sensitivity hours, you know, like at this time at this library and I'd show up and no one would show up. And I was like, we need to actually, if we're going to do this, do it so people actually have a time that they want to come. Yeah. And I think Friday nights, I mean, as a parent myself, like sometimes even you get home, you're like, okay, I could just sit around and watch TV, but let's go do something fun. We just got mm-hmm. done with our week, and this is kind of a low-key thing for families to come here. Let the kids relax, and you can relax as well, and the kids can just play and um, 
we can help you however we need to if we need to help with transitions we have some like fidgets we have you know those sensory bags yeah. that has lots of good things in there but then we also have the communication boards too so that's nice for kiddos that might have um deficits with communication right skills then they can use that to be able to talk because as a fam as a parent myself i forget things all the time so i'm so glad that we have that available for our families to be able to use that too if the kiddos need that for their communication and really ashlyn right we have all of this stuff because christine was like we need this and, we need, and what about right? this well and, and can we purchase this and i'm like yeah yeah well and she's <laughs> really taken the time to to educate us because this is something that part of the reason we waited so long to do this is we didn't want to get it wrong we didn't want to implement this and do it wrong it needed to be the right time right place all of that and then of course COVID hit so yes yep. yeah exactly <laughs> so um I, like, I really appreciate you because you've taken the time. Like, I walked into the sensory hours and everything, and I was like, how, what do I need to do? How do I, you know, do I need to lower my voice? Do I need to do this? Because yeah. I speak loudly. Um, and you, you're, like, really great about, like, walking us through, like, Good. don't do this. Do this. <laughs> yeah. And I are. think it's also just been fun, even at our Tri Fridays and stuff, where kiddos might be coming through and they might have some sensory deficits, and then I can still use, when I'm here volunteering, my expertise on that and helping kiddos be able to transition out. And we're in the process of making some social stories too, which will help, I think, a lot of our families as yeah. well. So it's been fun to do that as well. Yeah, it's awesome. And now, what I also really like about you, Christine, is you show up to places with your family and then you convince those organizations <laughs> yes. to come <laughs> to the museum. Yeah. So can you tell us a few of the people you've convinced, like you should work with the Children's Museum? Well, you know, it's funny. I think my, my husband's used to it, but slash and bears probably. <laughs> and my kids just walk away when I do it and they just know what I'm going to do. But we, like I said, we are a family like to get out and... Um, that's just always been my personality. Um, I'm always a person that likes to do several things and busy my life. And so when I see events in the community, I go to it. And then I'm always like, huh, how could we do this as a museum? So that's where we've brought, like, the Iowa Wolves. And um, I'm trying to think some other ones that we've really brought in. But the fire department, mm -hmm. um, like, our neighbors own a tow truck. So then we yeah. brought that in for some of our touch a truck or yeah. just several different ones that I've brought in um, different ones I've tried. I'll have to think about some more, but I'd say my favorite was Iowa Wolves just because it was so fun to watch Alpha sit in, um, like sit in the boat and go fishing with kids. And then also watching him come over here in the kitchen and playing with them. It was just the cutest thing ever. I personally thought like watching the mascot, just getting down there and playing with the kids and the kids just yeah. loving it. And then them playing basketball back there with them too. Yeah. That was so amazing. And it was so cute. And and, like, it's one of those things that some people might be like, I don't even know who this alpha is, but he's a wolf, and he's for our local basketball team. Mm -hmm. In Iowa, we don't have any professional sports, so, like, our... It's, yeah, like, it's... I, I mean, that I sounds know. so wrong. The Iowa Wolves are professional. That, that's, that yeah, was wrong. We don't like have, the... like minor league of basketball yeah. that sounds yeah. about right. Uh, yeah, I don't it's similar know, to the but... Iowa Cubs for the Cubs and so Iowa Wolves is for the Timberwolves. So yeah, where the players yeah. can go up and down. Mm -hmm. So yes, they are professional. That I do not want that to sound like we were saying <laughs> that we're not professional. And and they howl and it's delightful to yeah. have the wolf come and it was and visit. Pretty awesome that they brought like several ticket vouchers for the family yeah. and kids to go because I know we went to like a game or two because of we those did vouchers too. and yeah. it was so fun to go to and I just thought 
you know, that was a great event. Mm-hmm. The Touch of Drugs, like, keeps on getting bigger, I yeah. feel like, from what we started at the beginning to where it's at now. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been fun also just, like, some of our birthday parties where we've gotten um, Pipey evolved or other places yeah. to, to bring, like, cookies over, and then we could have them frosted and, like, just different things like that that we've done. So it's been really fun just to get the community all together yeah. for families and kids. All right, so as we're winding down here, here are some takeaways from our episode. Uh, The takeaway is that Christine is awesome. (laughs) So you need to find somebody like Christine. (laughs) You need to find somebody that is willing to, like, advocate for the museum in the community when they go to a basketball game or all of a sudden they're talking to a police officer and they're like, hey, do you want to read a story, you know, or something? (laughs) So if you can find volunteers. Someone that wants to embarrass their family, yes. (laughs) Or themselves and not realize it, yes. (laughs) I think that's perfect. And I think that is important to be able to embarrass yourself. And Christine, what's your takeaway? I would say that, that we as a museum have been able to find a way to help any kid be able to come and play. For families to be able to network with others and also be able to create more relationships as a family. So siblings with other siblings or kids with other kids making friends, but any kid can come here and play. That is wonderful. All right, now before we leave and say goodbye, we have three critically important questions that we like to do rapid fire that we like to end with. What's the last playful thing you did? Well, just a half hour ago, I was playing with some kids with the queens in the vortex. Is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that was a lot of fun. Yes. I love the coin vortex. I do too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you want to be when you grow up? I want to do something with just play. I mean, I do that all day with my job already. I play with kids all day long um, as an occupational therapist. But I would like to maybe maybe have a job here someday. <laughs> We'll get to reference this episode in the future right. and be like, let's meet the newest employee. 30 years from now, you know. <laughs> and what was something you loved to play with when you were a child? Um, what we're sitting in right now. I always loved playing kitchen or um, the restaurant. So I always find myself always going over there and doing that stuff when my kids are here or just playing with kids like on our sensory days. I always find myself going to these two things, various yeah, and actually, since you brought that up, we are sitting in a little farmhouse right now. <laughs> in the museum. And after, I did not bring this up, you guys. <laughs> yeah, after we've had the sensory-sensitive play date, um, we're like, this is the best area to do it because it's not all echoey. So we are using yes. the playhouse. So yeah, Christine and I are sitting on children's chairs and Ashlyn has found a little squishy log to sit on. And it worked for today. Yeah. We we are still figuring out where the best place is, especially <laughs> since we foolishly said we're going to put one of these out every Tuesday. <laughs> that seemed totally doable with our short little episodes, but it's a little bit tricky. So make sure if you are listening that you like it, you subscribe. We'll tell you all that again, but think about reaching out to us so we can have some more ideas so we can continue can I say something on that? Um, yes. I think it's been great that you guys have given me the opportunity to use my clinical experience and bring it into something that I can volunteer into. So thank you for doing that. And then I think what I'm really excited for, I know we've already brainstormed some more ideas, so I'm excited to see where we continue to grow in that to mm-hmm. make sure that any kid can come in here and play and also helping other supports too, because um, 
as you guys know, I also work with Drake University on some stuff too. And so it's been really fun for me to bring them into as well. So I guess I forgot yeah. about that as well, but yeah. um, it's been really fun to bring Drake into some of our, our events. And I know um, some of the professors, we're talking about bringing them in here this summer too. So yeah. I think it'll be a lot of fun for that too. I can't believe we forgot to talk about that because prior to COVID, we had some baby, not baby yoga. We had like toddler and yeah, yeah. parent yoga and stuff. And then that all kind of shut down for a while. And, and then, then we had that you. big fair too, where like some of the students yeah. came up here and they did a lot of um, parent education. So, mm -hmm. which as a parent, if I was not what I am, well, as even as an OT, I still need that education as a parent of different milestones or different, um, just networks of different things. Yeah. And education so that was awesome that we could do that and yeah that community fair that was put on by the students was so amazing because I remember talking to whoever did the meditation table uh -huh. or something and honestly like they were like we tried this app and this app and this app and I still use one yeah. of the apps mm -hmm. that they recommended now great yeah and that's what's been so nice is once again to bring my occupational therapy experience or expertise in yeah. and also be able to use that but also volunteer too in a mm -hmm. different way away from my kids as well but still be a mom and bring them in too so it's been kind of fun to bring all my parts of life together i guess <laughs> <laughs> nicely put right <laughs> but, i love that but it's I been fun it. to also bring drake university in, and the students have learned so much from it and they've enjoyed it i know recently they just did some postpartum depression stuff here yeah. so um and they had a poster presentation on it and um they were really excited and they what i heard from the faculty is they loved it here so um it's really fun and they're really excited to continue collaborating with us in yeah. different areas. So it'll be fun to see in the future to come. So, yeah. yeah. All right. Thank you so much for being yeah, our first guest. <laughs> Remember, we always love hearing from listeners. We want your feedback. We want to be your children's museum and playfully persistent podcast. Right now, you can email us at podcast at dsmchildrensmuseum.com. You can also follow us on all the usual places. Facebook is Des Moines Children's Museum. Twitter and Instagram is DSM underscore children's. Thank you for listening. Please like and subscribe. We'll have new episodes every Tuesday. Make sure to take time to play.